0: This is the Everyday Encouragement Podcast with Beth Sargent, where you will be encouraged to be confident, courageous, and inspired in everyday life. Welcome to the Everyday Encouragement Podcast. I'm your host, Beth I am so excited that you are joining me today. Welcome back to all of my faithful listeners. I'm so glad that you tune in every time there is a new podcast. And welcome to all of my new listeners. I'm so glad that you are here joining us. My heart is that by the end of this podcast, you will be encouraged to live the very best life that God has called and created you to be. It is a passion of mine to to encourage others, I love to encourage people, and so that is what I love to do in this podcast is to be able to come join you wherever you are, whether you're in your car, you're taking a walk, if you're at home having a cup of coffee, whatever it is, I want to come and encourage you because I know that God has a great plan for your life. Listen, if you want to be encouraged every day, then I want you to go over to Beth a sergeant.com and there you will find a lot of different resources. You'll be able to find where you can find me on social media. It is Beth A. Sergeant on Instagram and on Facebook. Also you will find the different links to the books that I have written. I have written several books and the last book that I've written is a prophetic devotional. I don't know about you but I love devotionals and a good devotional is a part of my everyday time with the Lord. And in these prophetic devotionals, it is prophetic words that the Lord has spoken to me during my prayer time, and it reads like a Jesus calling. So I encourage you, head over to BethA.Sargent.com, check out those resources, and just be encouraged every day. I want to open up with a scripture found in Proverbs 27, 9, and it says, a sweet Friendship refreshes the soul. It is so important to have a good friend in our life. I know growing up when I was a child, I didn't really fit in. And you can go back on some of my podcasts and you can hear all about those things But I always struggled with insecurity, and I never really felt like I fit in. I was very uncoordinated. I had natural curly hair that just did not look good on me when I was a child, and I just was an awkward child, and it seemed like I always had a hard time finding a good friend. But I remember one day when I was in fifth grade, I met a girl named Beth. Yes, that's right. Her name was Beth too, and she became my friend. And we have been friends ever since we've been in fifth grade. We have a great friendship. And when we were in elementary, middle school, high school, we were inseparable. And we were together all the time. And I was so thankful for her friendship. And now we're still great friends. We're not always together every day. She lives in a different part of Kentucky than I live in, but I know that she's always there. I know that if I need anything, she'll stop whatever she's doing, and I will do the same for her, and we'll always be there. It's so important to have a good friend. The enemy always wants us to feel like we are isolated and that we are alone, but it's so important that we have a good friend. And the Bible tells us here that a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. And so today on this podcast, I want to talk about how to have good friendships. What do we want to look for in a friend and why it's important that we do have friendships. You may be older now, you may be a mom, you may be a grandmother, you may be in a different season in your life and you're not in school, you're not in high school, but you're an adult now. And you do not have all of those friendships like you used to have. But I truly believe that it is so important that we have a few friends that are close friends, those that we can go to, those that can encourage us, those that we can be real with, that we can just say, hey, I've had a really bad day. I have a friend that I can go to and I can let her know how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, and how frustrated I was, how aggravated I was. And when I'm finished talking with her, she always knows that, you know what, I just had a bad day she doesn't think anything bad of me she doesn't think I'm a terrible person because I let her know what I really thought about that situation but she's there to encourage me but also she's there to let me know hey if I need to be in check if if you know maybe I'm not thinking about this the right way then she has the right to be able to speak into my life there are gonna be friends in our lives that we have we have friends that are on social media. We have friends that maybe you've never met before, but you're friends on Facebook with, and you feel like you have a good friendship, and that's a good thing. And so there's different levels of friendship. There's those that you're friends with, that you're acquainted with, that you maybe encourage on Facebook, you you know your your friends there in that way. There's some that you see every so often, in your friends maybe your friends with um, moms that are having children that are friends with your children and they are friends but then you've also got your inner circle and those are the friends that you can truly be yourself and truly open up to and so I think that we have to understand that there's different levels of friends and so today I want to talk about who are you encouraging Because as a friend, we want to make sure that it's not just a one-sided relationship. You can be friends with someone and when you're talking with them, they may dominate the whole entire conversation and it's all about them. But you want to make sure that when you're having a friendship that it is a two-way relationship, that you're being there for them and that they're being there for you. And when you're thinking of a friendship, you're thinking of something that's encouraging. If you are friends with someone and they are draining you, if you have spent time with them and then you walk away and you are tired and you are wore out and you are discouraged, then I want to encourage you that you need to rethink that friendship, that you need to have boundaries with that person and that you don't need to be spending all of your time with them But as a friend, who are you encouraging? You know, it is so simple and easy to just take a second out of your day and encourage someone. You could start your day out by praying and saying, Lord, who is it that I need to encourage today? Maybe you need to send a text message and say, hey, praying for you today just thought of you today. And it only takes five seconds to send a word of encouragement to someone. And so I want to encourage you Pray and look for someone to encourage. And then I want to ask, who are you connecting with? It's so important that we have people that we can do life with. And if we want friends, we have to make ourselves friendly. Whenever my children were little, my son Stephen, he's 24 now, and Sophia is 19. C20. And Sarah is 19. That's a lot to remember. And I have a new grandbaby, my first grandbaby on the way in November. I'm so excited about just a little side note there. But whenever the girls were little and in school, I would always let them know, you've got to make yourself friendly to have friends. And so we've got to remember that we've got to make ourselves friendly. You know, as a pastor, there are times that I've heard people say at the end of the the service. Well, no one invited me out to lunch. Well, you went over and you sat in a cor- corner all by yourself and you didn't go out and you didn't greet people and you didn't say hello. We've got to remember to make ourselves friendly. And we have to remember that we are not just receiving from a friendship, but that we also are attributing, contributing to a friendship. We want to give in that friendship as well we do not want to be just a consumer but we want to be a contributor that we are helping that person to grow in their relationship too because friendships are more than people who like our photos on social media it's more than the people that are on social media and wishing us a happy birthday and those are all great things and that's nice to have But friendship is so much more than that. Friendship is being there for someone. Friendship is praying for that person, encouraging that person, and doing life with that person. That even though you may be busy and you have a busy schedule, if that person's having a difficult time, that you're just stopping, taking a few minutes, and just being there. You know, Jesus had many followers, but he had 12 disciples, And in the 12 disciples, there were only three in his inner circle. And that was Peter, James, and John. And I want to ask you, who is that in your inner circle? Who are those ones that you know that you can trust with anything, and you can trust them with all of their heart, and that they're going to be there for you? It's so important that we have that good friendship You know, I was reading an article the other day, and I thought it was so interesting, and it said that during the filming of Wizard of Oz, that Judy Garland, she was shunned by the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, and by the Cowardly Lion due to jealousy. And the person that became her friend in the movie, you're never gonna believe this. The person who befriended her and became a friend to her in the movie was the Wicked Witch of the West. Isn't that something that the Wicked Witch of the West, Margaret Hamilton, was the one that became her friend? And the other three, they shunned her because of jealousy. You know, there are going to be people in your life that are going to be jealous of what God's doing in your life. They're going to be jealous of what you have. They're going to be jealous of the blessings that you have. They're not going to understand the things that you've done to be able to have what you have, all of the hard work you've put into it. And there's going to be an anointing and calling on some of your lives that people are not going to understand. And they're going to be jealous of it because they wish that they had it. And not everyone is going to be your friend. Not everyone is going to like you. And that was a very difficult thing for me to understand and to learn because I am a person, I love everybody, and I am always a happy and encouraging person and excited to see you and just think that everybody should just love everyone, And starting out in ministry as a young person, I learned really quickly that not everyone was going to like me and I had to be okay with that. I had to understand that, you know what, it's okay and I'm just going to trust that the Lord's going to bring the right friends into my life. Do you know that statistics say that you become like the five people you spend the most time with? So if you're spending time with positive, encouraging people, people that have the same goals as you, people that have a great relationship with the Lord, you're going to become like them. But if you hang out with negative people, people that are discouraged, people that seem like they're a victim all the time, that feel like, you know, woe is me then you're going to become like them. Who do you want to become like? And then reevaluate the five people that you spend the most time with. That's what we need to do. Ecclesiastes 4, 9-12 through 12 says, that two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. They are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. And so here you can see in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, God does not want us to do life alone. He does not want us to be alone. He wants us to have good friendships. The enemy, on the other hand, wants us to be alone. He wants us to be isolated. And whenever you find yourself going through a hard time, a hard situation, let people be there for you. You may not have the personality that that is natural for you, that that is easy for you but let people be there for you because you need their prayer. You need their strength. You need their encouragement. And now more than ever, I see the enemy just really working overtime to separate people from people. He is just working overtime, especially since the quarantine, since everything had shut down and All of us had to quarantine during the coronavirus and all of those things and we couldn't go to church and we couldn't do all of those things and now the things are opening back up. Then I, I still see people are not connecting, and they've they've just gotten in the habit of being disconnected, and now more than ever we need each other. We need to be there for each other. I know whenever I had uh, my first child, Stephen, I man, I had no idea what I was going, I was doing, and I told my son that the other day. You know, they're expecting their first child in November, and I said, son, you know, you're not always going to have everything figured out. I still don't have everything. figured out. And I'm 45 years old. But I remember as a young mom, having Stephen just thinking, man, I do not know what I am doing. I need help. I was sleep deprived. I was tired. I I just was so afraid I was going to mess things up. And I will tell you, it was the older women in church that really came alongside of me and helped me. I, I remember going in on Sunday mornings and I was tired and had been up all night with Stephen and... I would come in, and in the middle of worship, I would just feel somebody taking taking Stephen out of my arms, and it would be one of those moms of faith, one of those great women of faith, and those moms would come, and they would just take Stephen for me for a couple of songs, and I was able to just really enter into worship and and spend that time with the Lord, And, and I learned from them. They were there to encourage me, and it was okay for me to tell them, hey, I'm having a hard time. I'm tired. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not sure if I'm a good mom or not. I feel like I fail every day because I just don't know exactly what to do. And it was those women that came alongside of me that encouraged me, that really lifted me up, that helped me during that time. And I learned so much from them. But I would not have learned that stuff from them if if I wouldn't have let them be there for me. And I had to let go of my pride. And I had to say, man, I've got to learn from these great women of faith. They know what they're doing. And so I just encourage you to let people be there. Even though it may not seem natural for you, you need to let people be there for you. So here are some things that we want to look for in a friend. We want a good friend wants us to succeed a good friend wants us to succeed. They will not hold us back. They will want to encourage us. They will want to see us grow. And we need to make sure that we have good friends that are surrounding us. But a good friend will not hold us back. They're not competing with you. And The Bible says that one can put a 1,000 to flight, but two can put 10,000 to flight. And so we need good friends that are going to help us to succeed. A good friend is one that will help us when we're struggling. A real friend is the one who walks in when the rest of the world walks out. There are going to be times that people are going to walk out on you. They're not going to be in your life forever. They're going to leave your life, your season. But a good friend is going to be the one that's going to be there for you. They're going to walk in when the rest of the world is walking out. Friends know, even if you don't say anything. That's when you know you have a good friend. You don't have to say anything. They just know, and they're there. And you don't have to have all the answers for people. You know, that's the thing. You know, take the pressure off your shoulders. You don't have to have all the answers. Sometimes people just need to know that you're there, that they're not alone, because the enemy will come and tell them that they are alone. Have you ever felt like you're alone? Has the enemy ever came and said that to you and said, You're all alone. There's no one here for you. But you know what? You're not all alone. First of all, the Bible tells us that uh, God will never leave us nor forsake us. So we're definitely not alone because God's with us. But you also have people that want to be there. And a good friend is going to know. They're going to know when you struggle. You don't have to have all the answers. Just listen and love them. That's all you have to do is to listen to them and to love them, and to be there for them. That's all. Just knowing that someone's there. Whenever they're telling you their problems, just say, you know what, I understand how that would make you feel. I'm so sorry that you're going through that. And just be there for them and encourage them. The best advice I've been given when I failed was a hug. Whenever I've had a hard day, whenever I felt like I have truly messed it up, man, just somebody coming and hugging me or telling me, you know what, it's okay. It's going to be all right. That truly makes a different difference. And friends offer good advice. You know, Proverbs 27.9 that we opened up with says, a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. It's going to refresh your soul. A good friend will help encourage you. A good friend is not going to discourage you. And if you want friends, show yourself friendly, just like we talked about at the beginning. There's a quote that I read by Zig Ziglar, and it says, if you go looking for a friend, you're going to find they're very scarce. If you go out to be a friend, you will find them everywhere. Make time to connect. Make sure that you are doing what you can to be a good friend. Proverbs 27, 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Make sure you check on people. Let them know that you're thinking of them. A good friend will help protect you. In the end, we will remember not only the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. That's what Martin Luther King Jr. says. Friends will tell you the truth. They will be honest, but they will do it in a loving way. And friends will help protect you. You want to make sure that you have good friends. And these are people that you want to avoid. So we know what we need to look for for a good friend, but there are people that we need to avoid. And we need to make sure that the people that we hang out with, that they have goals, that they're not just plans for the weekend. You know, are your friends that you hang out with, are they just making plans for the weekend, let's just go do this, or do they have goals? What are they working toward in life? But here are some people that we need to avoid. We need to avoid people who are angry. Proverbs 22:24 says, "Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man do not go." We have to remember that old saying that birds of a feather flock together. Listen, if you hang out with an angry person, that's going to rub off on you, and you're going to become an angry person. And we need to avoid people who gossip. Proverbs 17, 9 says, He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. Do you know that gossip will destroy friendships? Proverbs sixteen twenty eight says, A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. If someone is telling you something about someone else when they're not around, you can probably be sure that when you're not around, they're talking about you as well. Listen, I, I do not want to be friends with people who talk about other people because they're going to be talking about you when you're not around. And that is not someone that's encouraging. So we need to avoid those that gossip. We need to avoid those that put people down, that talk about people. And we also need to avoid people who flatter. Proverbs 20, 19 says, He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate with one who flatters with his lips. There is an impure motive with those that are flattering you now? Flattery is insincere praise to further one's interest. So if someone's flattering you, they're doing and they're doing it because it's going to gain something for them. That's flatter, and we've got to be careful of that. And the fourth thing is, is we need to avoid foolish people. Proverbs thirteen twenty says, "Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get into trouble." We have got to remember that we need to avoid foolish people. Our priorities are going to change when we are going through different seasons in our lives. And we need to remember that that's okay. You know, you may have a friend in one season of your life and then it's going to change and you have a different friend in another season of your life. We have to know that that's okay. Proverbs seventeen seventeen says, a friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need. You know, just as I opened up this podcast talking about my friend, Beth, you know, those years in elementary school, middle school, high school, I mean, we were best of friends, saw each other all the time. Then we we became married. Then we had children. And then my husband and I and my family, we moved away. But you know what? We're still great a great friend. We still know that we're there for each other and she's always going to be there. Two years ago when my mom passed away, she was right there by my side helping me, checking on my mom when I was out of town and I couldn't go check on her from time to time. She dropped whatever she needed to do to go over and, I'm so sorry, I don't mean to get choked up on that, But she would drop whatever she had to do to go check on my mom one time when my mom was dying of cancer. And that's the thing. She is a very loyal friend to me. I may not see her every day. I I may not see her but once a year, twice a year, or once every two years. But I know that she's there and, and she is a good godly friend. And you need to remember that you've got to have a good godly friend in your life. And we need to avoid people who disregard your boundaries and have no boundaries. Listen, you have you need to remember that boundaries are there to protect you. You need boundaries to have a healthy relationship with people, to have a healthy friendship. You have to set boundaries. Proverbs 25:17 says, "Don't visit your neighbors too often or you will wear out your welcome." Don't take advantage of your friends. So remember, there needs to be a boundary, and you need to remember that, and you need to look for friends that are going to do whatever they need to do to help you whenever you need that. You know, I think about the four friends that dropped their friend through the roof. They, they in the Bible, it talks about he needed a healing, and they did whatever they could, and they tore the roof off of a building and lowered him down to Jesus to get him there so that he could receive his healing those friends did not stop they pushed through the crowd they made a way to get him to jesus who are the four friends in your life that will get you to jesus that will be there that will help you through life that will do whatever they need to do for you who is that person who are those four friends in your life we need that and we need to be a great friend you know just as we looked at what a good friend is we need to be that for others and we also need to make sure that we are not all those things that we need to avoid let us be encouraging to one another let us be there for one another. I pray that this has been encouraging to you today. If this has been encouraging, please share, subscribe, and leave a positive review. I'm so glad you joined me today. I can't wait to come back and join you again uh, next week on a podcast, but we love you. God bless you and have a great day.